the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great Saturday morning. Hey, I turned the air on for you. Get on, step outside, and I got the air going just right for you. Isn't it a wonderful, wonderful weekend coming up? We're going to have cool weather, and we're going to have a gorgeous day. But if what's going on in your life? Is your life a wreck? You ever thought about that? Have you, is your mind a wreck? Think about this. You know, forgiveness will set you free, and the burden in your mind will leave. You know, but what is what's working on your mind? See, what I'm talking about in working on your mind is being prepared to walk into a dealership. You got to have a clear mind, common sense. You got to be you got to be cool, calm, collected, confident, knowing what you're doing. Hey, I had a new car dealer make fun of me the other day, and I loved it. It had to take me a day or two to think about it, though. He said, I'm, you're just noise, noise, noise. You're not hurting us. We're making plenty of money. Well, he's one of the dealerships that I don't recommend. He's one of the dealerships that's when people pull into their dealership and they've got that license plate on the back, the salesmen don't want to talk to them because they know they owe too much. They've been four-squared. They've been spun around. They've been tricked. They've been worked on their emotions. And now you've lost that love and feeling. Oh, man, I I thought I couldn't live without that car, and I don't like it. You ever lost that love and feeling on one? Well, that's what we're working on. We want you to make better decisions. I want you to, you know, did you weep? Do you weep when you make selfish, selfish Pride decisions. That's when your pride is so selfish that you gotta have something and then you wanna blame it on somebody else. My dad used to say, son, it's your own darn fault. Well, I get in some traps myself and he, but I wanna work on my emotions and my emotions are a lot better than they were 30 years ago before I knew Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Because you know what? When I, 30 years ago, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. I had to have the meanest, the baddest, and the greatest. I had a gentleman come by yesterday, and I hope he's listening to tonight today because great guy. And we talked about difference between being poor as a white man and being poor as a black man. And but he's a he's a very common sense smart man, and I told him that. And uh, he listens to my show, and he loves it. He just came by at my car lot just to meet me. Had a great, probably 30-minute conversation with him and tried to guide him in a direction where he wanted to go. And I think we're going to do some business in the long run because this guy's got common sense. And he has the desire to be the best person he can be. He has the desire to examine himself. Have you examined yourself, how you weep when you make a bad decision because it was selfishness or pride came in there? Whose fault is that? You ever thought about that? You don't want to blame it on somebody else. You think you're in control of your emotions. You think you're in control of your feelings. Who pushes your button? Car dealers are trained to push your button. Just like that owner kept telling me, I'm just noise, noise, noise. But I see a difference. He don't know the phone calls I've had. He don't know the people I've talked to who said, you've helped me so much. You've opened my eyes. You're having me examine my purchases. And I tell them, well, examine everything you do. 
hey, we don't have to do everything within 24 hours. Pray about it. Wait on it. Make a better decision. Examine it. Examine your emotions. Examine your feelings. Examine why you're purchasing this. So that's just a liner starting up this morning. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business. I'm telling you, we're in the ugly part. Man, I'm talking to the people who who floor cars. And a floor on a car is you've got dealers who need money to buy cars. And so people loan them money. And I'm talking to floor people, and it's a scramble because the market's not as good as it used to be. I'm going to open up the lines. We've got Kelly on the board, and I've even got the big man with me today, Baron, my account manager. I'm telling you, he's a great guy. And I love Answer 930. They're a great radio station, but they care about your well-being. Let me give you that phone number and get a pen and paper. I'm going to give you phone numbers all morning, and I'm going to give you my new show that comes on at 9 o'clock. Well, it's a week old now. 9.30 a.m. That's the station number, 9.30 a.m. from 9 to 10. Uh, 6.30. 6.30, I'm sorry. We're on 9.30 now. Uh, 6.30. I think Baron was in here protecting me. <laughs> I need I need a little help. They they had two account managers on, on me in uh, Austin the last week. I must be high maintenance. <laughs> they had two, I mean, two, uh, two producers. So anyway, they were training one. Yeah. But anyway, it's on station 6.30 from 9 to 10. I gave part of my testimony last week. You're going to hear probably the next two or three weeks more of the testimony, what the change in my life is, why I want to give back, why I want to help, why I want to be your mentor, how I want to be the best person I can be. But get your pen and paper down. And the phone number here, we'll talk about anything. It doesn't matter to me. I've got answers to most stuff, but there's some stuff I can't answer. I'm not the smartest person in the world. But I tell you what, I've got a lot of experience in the car business. The number here is 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Give us a call. We'll talk about anything. And if I can answer it, I'll do it. And if I can't answer it, I'm not going to fake it. I'm not going to. And homework. Hey, homework for this show and next show is Daniel 812. You might look that up. We're going to talk a little bit about that in the second session. Daniel eight twelve, and we're going to put that in on the what's going on in the world, and what's going on. How can you tie it in with the car business? I got a little tied to it, just a little. You know, it may not be one hundred percent correct, but you're going to see a little something there. But so look up eight twelve. That's Daniel eight twelve, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about how the market is flattening out. I was talking to Mannheim Auction, San Antonio Auto Auction, over there off of Ackerman. We, I'm kind of there. They want to know what's going on in the market because I work so many auctions. I'm out there. I talk to so many markets. I talk to so many dealers all across the United States, and they want to know what's going on so that they know what to expect and what to plan for. And so they said, man, you hit it dead on the head, didn't you? I said, "Which? what are you talking about? He said, September 15th, the market started dropping. I said, yeah. And they said, well, how much longer have we got? I said, it's going to stay flat and drop a little bit till October 15th. Well, we sold some cars. I said, yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly, they're not selling. And this is the time to examine what you need to do. Examine your ride. Find out what it's worth. Find out how much longer it will last. You know, we need to see some kind of the end, just like we were talking about on Jeremiah 5. 3031, what will you do in the end? When will be the end? When will, are you driving around and in shame? Hey, the gentleman I just talked about came into my show, I mean my uh, office. He's driving a 2001, and I love it, 734 diesel 4x4, but he doesn't need it. It's got 200-something thousand miles, and he's wanting to know what it's worth, and he's got it up for sale, and what should he do, and where did the value get that he doesn't sell it? In other words, if somebody won't give him a certain figure, and that figure I told him was around four to five grand, and he's asking a little more than that, I said, but if it gets below that, you just need to sit. It's not going to lose any more value. It may even go up a little bit due to shortage of seven threes. So I'm helping him examine what he needs to do with his stuff today and what he looks for the future. The problem is make today pay off tomorrow. The decisions we make today, are you going to be in prison on payments? Oh, man, I've lost that loving feeling, but I still got 
80 months of payments. I still got 70 months of payments. And you're still in prison. You're still locked up. They've thrown the key away, man. You can't get that key back on these contracts. And we were talking about packing payments. Oh, man, I was talking to another new car dealer. Just bought a dealership. He said, man, I'm not used to this area. And I've known this guy for a long time, but he's from another area. He said, everybody here packed payments? I said, well, you haven't been listening to my show. He said, well, I caught your show in Corpus a little bit. I said, well, you didn't listen to my show on or look at my Facebook. Is your sales manager a criminal? What was that about, he said. I said, packing payments, just like you're talking about. They'll sneak in a little payment of $45 a month, and it's an 84-month note. Add that up. Pure profit right in their pocket. Hey, and they'll add up uh, add-ons, you know. Oh, man, you want to buy this car? We only got 1800 added for pinstripes, sealants, and floor mats. Floor mats used to be free, came along with the car. They're going to wax the car anyway. And a $15 pinstripe, well, it might be a little higher than that now. You know, but I mean, take that stuff off. No, no, it's already on there. We've got to charge you 1800 Well, what about uh, any kind of delivery? There's a dealership in this town that one of my friends worked for and, and worked for several times. He kept going back. He looked like Boomerang. But anyway... <laughs> Uh, he, he bounced around all over town. And at the end of the contract, they'd say, what's this 250 for? Oh, it's a salesman commission. you got to pay that. Don't you want the salesman to make any money? Well, what about, aren't they making money to be on the front side, and now they're bumping you for 250 bucks? Don't you just love it? I'm telling you. You think, hey, and I've got to add up something. And I have, this, I'm going to examine myself. I'll back up anything that I say on a radio sh- station, and uh, I, I don't care what it is. And if you're mad at me, call me. I don't care. We'll talk that out. Uh, <laughs> I've had I've had insurance agents call me. I had a I had a banker call me. I said, now hold it. Don't you want the best for your customer? Don't you want him in better shape? Do you want him buried? Or is that a cycle of debt where you want him can't go anywhere else because you got him captured or what? Well, I make these people mad. I must be doing my job. I make dealers mad. I make insurance people mad. I make banks mad at me. About the only people that are not mad at me is banks or is body shops and mechanics, I guess, because we need them. We got they got to get, we got to get taken care of. But I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I was just telling Baron I bought a thirteen Range Rover with some damage on the uh, right front fender. I drove it onto the trailer i loaded it up myself put it on the trailer and drove it on there so it's not hurt bad but it's been in an accident now we'll get back to carfax one of these days i guess i mentioned a little bit hey if we take off all the cars that's been in an accident we're going to lose 60 percent of the cars on the market maybe 70 we won't have any cars everybody will have to buy new well the manufacturers would love that new car dealers would love that but hey it's not hurt Years ago, I was busted. In 1987, I keep telling you about how I love Alabama. You can't keep a good man down. Man, every time I got in my truck and I was busted and working 12, 16 hours a day, trying to get myself back on level ground anyway, I would uh, hear that song, You Can't Keep a Good Man Down. Maybe they ought to have a version, Can't Keep a Good Woman Down, too. Because we want you to work through these problems. We want you to work those situations. And I had to buy cars that were had damage on them and i would fix them up and drive them and my uh, wife would drive them too we'd fix them up i'd fix them up get them going and drive them and there's still some of that stuff that i bought that was late model i'm talking about 85 86 are still running around new Braunfels that are that way oh yeah i either I had an irate customer, and he, he's been listening to me a bunch. I got an irate customer called me the other day and told me, he said, Hey, that Behrman's B12 and uh, will run your uh, uh, catalytic converter. I said, That's funny. I got two Toyotas that's got over 250,000 miles, and the catalytic converters are still good on them. And, well, there's everybody's got their own idea. Now, and you know, when does your opinion become your God? Mm. When does it overcome anything you want? You got common sense, but your opinion is bigger 
than anything in the world, bigger than God, bigger than anything. I'm so special because I'm always right. Oh, man, and all your friends and neighbors know you're that way. I just love it. Hey, you know why? Because I was that way. I can, hey, I, I can back it up. My opinion was bigger than Dallas. Well, I take it back, it's bigger in the world. But you know what? I found out one day I could be healed from that. And guess what? I'm going to state my opinion. I'm going to tell you what I know and what I believe 100% is the truth. And I'm going to, that's the way it's going to be. Now, I tell you what, you can correct me, and I will listen to you. You know, the older I get, the better listener I am. I love listening. That's why I love talking to my listeners. I learn from y'all. I learn your situations. I learn what's been done to you. I learn what you're trying to do. I love teaching you and being your mentor to show you the direction that you really, really need to go. But are you persistent when you face obstacles? I mean, what do you, when you come across that, you realize, oh man, I made a mistake. I made a bad decision. Oh, man, I'm I'm trapped in this car. Double up on the payments. I guess just like Dave Ramsey, you know, go to eating beans and rice and rice and beans. Hey, I lived that way. I lived on, on rice and beans and spinach for about three or four years trying to get myself back up. And apples for my lunch was an apple, you know, so I had to build myself back up. I owed the government so much money and, and so much on uh, child support that, uh, you know, sometimes we just got to – and that's when I got humbled. You know, I come from making way too much money, spending too much money, thinking I was the king of the world, the most brilliant person around. I had my wonderful opinion, told you how to do it and how what was going on, and, man, I just had it all. And then all of a sudden, one day, everything crashes. You know, we just don't think about the future, making decisions today for the future. I don't want to make those. I, I didn't weep for my selfish desires, my selfish decisions. I didn't weep for them. I got myself up, dusted my pants off, and I went to work. Well, that's what you've got to do. Hey, there's nobody wanting to give you anything in this world. And just like I talk about, I'm going to fire it one more time. Uh, hey, we got it. That's it. I love this song. That's right. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> I hated women. When you go through a bad divorce, you get a little bad taste in your mouth. And uh, But when I woke up, I, they kept saying, you can't keep a good man down. Well, that's what I did, you know. I, I got myself up, and I went to back to work. But you can do it, too. But you can make better decisions. I want to open your mind. Too many people, when they're buying a car, look like they're looking through a little bitty straw. That's their vision. That straw, that's about the size of their vision because their selfish desires get in there. I deserve it. I want to reward myself. Oh, man, I work hard. I deserve it. You know, do you really? It's just transportation. Like that gentleman and I were talking about. He says he goes to places in that 01 Ford uh, diesel 4x4, 200,000 miles, and he parks up there. In the, and this is a well, good businessman. He parks up there in the, in the important places with all the Mercedes. You know, I was at a place. And uh, my son and I got my, I'm driving a, a today a 04 Grand Marquis. You know me, I like something that starts and it's got gas in it. Uh, I love to get by cars that got a full tank because my office will tell you I'll be trying to burn it up. <laughs> and so anyway, we're we're at a place when oh man, there was Audis and Lexuses and Mercedes all around us. And we get in that '84 Grand Marquis, and uh, his friends all waving at him. They know me. They know that you know it don't matter to me what I'm driving. I own 200 cars, and they're making payments on them. That's a, there's the difference. I've worked my way back to where I own something. I, the best kind of car is a paid-for car. And I talked to some people last night at a football game. And the wife says, no, we can't afford another one. We can't make – I don't want to buy something. And so I was telling them what to do with their car to get it where it will last longer. And they said, well, the husband wants to buy one. And the wife keeps saying, no. Well, they need to be on even playing field. They need to know exactly where they're going. They need to pray about it. They need to be in unity. They need to understand what they need to 
to own. Because I'm going to tell you something, the worst investment we can make on earth is a transportation. It eats. It loses value. It breaks. Maintenance. Insurance. Everything we do costs money. Hey, the sun's about to come up. Boy, it's going to be a beautiful morning this morning. Just love it. 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And if you still got that pen handy, if you ever got any questions you'd like to talk to me, give me a call at my office, 830-625-7159. That's 830-625-7159. Be sure and go to our website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Our hassle-free auto buying. We're, we're taking the fear out of walking into a dealership. And we save people thousands of dollars by making the purchase for you. Number one, you're not going to spend six to eight hours in the dealership. Number two, we make sure that you've got your credit uh, cleaned up. We make make sure you've got your credit uh, where there's no mistakes on it, no nothing. We make sure that you've got the right banking, the right interest rate, because that's a big deal nowadays. And also, if you want a new Chevrolet truck, give me a call. Because and that's at my office eight three zero six two five seven one five nine, interest free for seventy two months. I know you're locked in for seventy two months, but it's interest free, and you could take double payments and pay that dude off early. And so, but there's some great opportunities that we have, and that's why we launched hassle free auto buying, taking the fear out, making sure you get enough for your trade. Dealerships make a lot of money on the cars that they don't want every month because number one they don't want it are you going to give a lot of money for somebody's car that you don't want you're not going to resell retail you're going to wholesale it do you think you're going to step up and give a whole lot of money on that no that's why hassle free will make sure we get in fair market value for your car and then we can most of the time get get it delivered to your door you don't even have to walk in the dealership i had a guy the other day wanted to walk in the dealership and had to go through the F&I department. And he said, man, I thought I was in a battle for two hours trying to tell them people no, no, no. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend of mine that bought a brand-new car, and he he said, Randy, you're busy, and I I know I listen to your show. I know what I'm doing. Well, he went in there, and he bought an extended warranty. 6,000 miles, people hit it and totaled it out. Mm-hmm. That warranty money flew out the window. There it went. Wave it bye-bye because you don't get that warranty money back. And I tell you, he he paid a lot of money for the warning. Of course, he was driving a Mercedes, you know. And it was, it's not cheap. You think these warranty companies get rich on a warranty? <clears throat> they tell you how much money they're going to have to spend to fix a car. And let me tell you something. You can spend some money on some cars nowadays. Used to, tires were cheap, they're not. Batteries were cheap, they're not. Water pumps are cheap. Fuel pumps are in the gas tank. We just go on and on and on. So... You know, yes, you know, they cars cost a lot of money to fix, but with a warranty, does, does that give you a false thinking where you think, well, I'm not worried about it, I don't have to take care of it, I don't have to maintenance it, because if something goes wrong, I'm going to get it fixed? Well, there's a lot of options to it, but the real smart people don't buy one. Now, if you want to buy one, buy it just before the warranty runs out, and the factory will sell you one a lot cheaper. These these dealerships and these manufacturers, the factories would love to have it where you could go online, buy a new car, and drop ship it somewhere close to you. They would get it ready, and you'd go pick it up to where they could sell it to you directly. Well, they've got themselves in the situation. There's too many lawyers out there fighting it for the guys who own the franchise, so that's not going to happen. Well, Tesla's trying to do that. And and there's some other dealerships and new new manufacturers coming around. But be sure and go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Number one, I want to buy your car. Our truck, hey, if it's sitting in the backyard, don't wait till December 2nd and the CPA tell you. Or on your lot, there's a lot of companies that the last two weeks of the year, we got to sell this stuff to get it off the books. we got to get in a hurry. And let me tell you something, the last two weeks of December, they're like you. Nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to buy nothing. Nobody wants to build up their inventory. Say your inventory now. When there's got some value, you got some people wanting to buy, you got some people wanting to do, nobody wanting to go to Christmas and, and snow skiing, you know. So sell your inventory that you don't like now. And you can go to hassle-free auto buying and, and 
Email us, or you can go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. Describe your unit. We'll make you an offer. Now, if you got a bunch of them, call me at 830-625-7159, and we'll, we'll tell you what I'll give. The other side of the website is teaching you how to buy. Get your credit rating. Know what the score is. Make sure your credit's cleaned up. Talk to your bank. See what kind of interest rates you're going to get. How much interest is going to be. How many payments is going to be. What your total note's going to be. How it fits. Make sure it fits in your budget. And make sure you know what you're spending. And then shop, shop, shop. Talk to your body man. Talk to your mechanic. Make friends with all of them. And make sure they'll work on that car you're buying. Friend of mine bought a Jag. Didn't have a mechanic. Lives out of side of town. Now he has to bring it into town to get it worked on. I do have a Jag mechanic that's the best in the world. And then we got to make sure that you're ready for the F and I department. You got to make sure you're ready for a battle, a pure D battle. We're trained professionals, and we'll talk about that next uh, half of the hour. So be sure and tell your friends to tune in. We're on nine thirty. I love the answer, and we're going to be on for another thirty minutes. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. We'll talk about anything. It don't matter to me. This comes on my nickel. And if you'd like to be a sponsor on this show, prove the community you want them to be educated, well-prepared, making better decisions, that you want to be a mentor in their life, just like I'm trying to do my best. And I'm not perfect, but I have a lot of little things going on in this world that I do know about. God bless you. We'll be back in a minute. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Baron. Thank you, 930 The Answer. And don't forget, we're going to have another show 9 to 10 on 630 a.m. shortly. More of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on the way here on 930 a.m. The Answer. Podcast page at now back to Randy Adams and learn to buy and sell cars on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Good morning. Hey, the sun's up and it's a gorgeous, gorgeous morning. I got the air conditioning, like I said, on for you. It's cool out there. Going to be a beautiful day, and let's go to work on. You know, I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend that, because of you knowing me, challenge you to be your best. I want to open your eyes. I want to educate you. I want to be your mentor. I want to be there for you. I want to show you the good, the bad, and the ugly about the car business because it can be good. There's a lot of great opportunity there when you're open-minded, educated, cool, calm, collected. I don't want you to be a preferred customer, a preferred customer with a VIP sign they'll give you. Oh, wow, I'm special. I'm a preferred customer, and I got a VIP sign. And when you walk into those dealerships, they make five to eight thousand dollars on you, and you know why I know. I know people that have worked at those dealerships, and I question them. Oh, you work there? How? What do you ever think about preferred customers? We love seeing them, man. They come in there, and they're they're ready to buy at our price. They haven't shopped. They don't know what their credit rating is, and we convince them, oh, man, 7 8% is a great deal. And then we convince them to pay full pop on our, our uh, extended warranties, and then we get them to buy Gap because you never know, you know, the market might drop so much, and you're going to owe too much on your car. Oh, man, they, they got all the answers. And, they're, hey, they're so well-trained. Dealerships are so well-trained that they even – here's a just an article – how do you handle unhappy guests who want to speak to the boss? Man, they've got this all written out to teach their salespeople. Well, do I tell them I'm the boss? Do I tell them I'm the sales manager? No, what do I tell them? They've got it all scripted out, all ready to be prepared to have their salesman to answer any questions, to Work on your emotions, work on your feelings, know how to calm you down, tell you what you want to hear, tell you what a great deal you've got. I tell you what, I've put some people in their place so many times. I had a buddy of mine that went and bought a used truck, and he told me for three weeks, because I'd see him every Sunday, how what a great, great deal he had. And I don't carry my phone usually to the to church. And he said, oh, man, he kept bragging and bragging and bragging. Oh, what a great deal he got on this truck. Finally, I said, you know what? I'm going to take my phone. So I pulled up the auction report, and I showed him what those trucks were bringing. 
course, he paid 6000 more. He didn't think it was such a great deal. But he was convinced when he walked out of the dealership that they had taken care of him and gave him a great deal. And he bought a truck like new, and a new one's $40,000. You know, he bought it a third of the price. But he, then he realized he paid 6000 more than he thought. Wow. Well, let me tell you something. Dealerships are trained to take every advantage they can to get every available dollar out of your pocket. So how do you handle an unhappy customer? They've got it all ready. they got you ready. And also on a magazine, how to elevate emotions and excitement. Oh, man. And here, here we go. We are all emotional buyers. So every salesperson knows people buy with their emotions. I'm reading this out of a magazine that's made for just for dealers. In our industry, it happens thousands of times every single day. Oh, man, the way the leather feels, the way it smells inside. I think they spray this real good smelling stuff in there. But what about the popcorn in the dealerships? What about the color of the dealerships? That's all worked out for your emotions. We want to teach you the good, the bad, and the ugly, but we want you mentally, physically, spiritually prepared when you walk into the dealership. The lines are open just in case you want to talk to me, 210-308-8867. Thank you. The answer, they're a great station. And, hey, tell your friends and neighbors, we're going to talk a little about me and my past and what's going on. And remember uh, Daniel eight 12. I'm going to tie that in with the car business. And that's going to be on... The station is 6.30 a.m. That's not FM. That's a.m. At 9 o'clock this morning, 9 to 10. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in. We're going to talk about my past, how I've changed, what I see for the future, the difference it's made in my life, and how I love giving back. And and, Ma- and Daniel 8.12 is talking about the government. It's talking about the government officials. Think about that a minute. And it says... It prospered in everything it did. Wow. And the truth was thrown to the ground. Are we running over the truth? Does it matter? Is it like pennies in the street that nobody wants to pick up? Me and a few other people pick them up, but, you know, I guess it's because I was raised so poor. I guarantee you, uh, when the rent, rent came due, we moved. And so I was raised super poor. There was a lot of issues on that, and sometime I'll talk about that on 6.30 a.m. That's KSLR. Thank you, them, for, you know what, a car dealer with a bunch of preachers surrounding them? I'm going to tell you something. I must have something going right for them to put me amongst them. And you'll hear me tell you, don't touch that dial. But here we've got our country, and the truth is not in us no more. The truth doesn't matter. We want to put in a woman who can't tell the truth at all, and her husband's even worse, and it doesn't matter. And I don't care. I've talked to people who are going to vote for her no matter what and how bad and what she's done. Well, here we go again. What do car dealers do? They, I've caused that guy that made fun of me, the new car owner that made fun of me, I've made them change their ads. The ads in this town have changed. And I've, and one of them says, oh, we don't want to buy your car. Uh, we don't want to sell you a car. We want to buy you a car. Come on in here. We're not going to try to sell you a car. I've talked to at least 50 people said, yeah, I went over there. They offered me a ridiculous low price, and I spent two hours trying to get out of there because they were trying to sell me a car. They lied to me. They told me, oh, no, we're not going to sell you a car. Oh, boy, Roni, they tried, and they tried to convince me. And these are people that already went to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com, and they found out what I would give for the car. You describe your car. I'm not like Auto Trader Buying Center. I'm going to be real close to what I'll give. I may be a few dollars off because I have to fix something, but the figure I give you is fair market price. And that way, they had their figure. But when they went over there, one gentleman had a truck. And it did have some miles on it, but it was a three-quarter ton Chevy 4x4, and I'd love to have it. And it had some miles on it, 156000 to be exact. And I offered him $8,000 for the truck. He got over there, and they wanted to give 3500 
He laughed at them. And they said, well, let, let us, we'll give you more money if you'll buy a new one. Come on over and let me show you. And he said they tried to show him. He was trying to get his keys back. They didn't want to give him his keys back. He said, I almost had to fight him to get him out of there. He said, they wanted to sell me. I said, I don't want a new truck. Don't need a new truck. I don't need this truck. I got plenty of trucks. I'm just trying. I'm listening to Randy Adams. He said, if you got something sitting around you're not using, don't let it rot. Sell it. Turn it into money. Do something else with that money. You think it's going to go up in value? Hey, 99.99% of them won't go up in value. And if it does, the money's not going to be worth what it is today. I explained to, I think, one station, and let me. this might be one of them. Uh, 1978, they had... They had Anna, they had the Indy Pace Car Carvettes, and there was only 6,600, I think is what the number on it was. It might have been 6,000 produced. And the Chevrolet dealers all got one or two. And so I bought them and resold them. And I bought them for window sticker, and I'd make some money and turn them. Well, in Corrigan, Texas, there was a Chevrolet dealer there I did business with, and they had one on the showroom floor. Wow. I said, uh, what are you going to take for that car? He said, not for sale. He said, I'm going to sell that car when it hits 100000 I said, that car ain't never going to hit 100000 He said, oh, yeah, they're so rare. They're so special. that they're, they're going to be worth 100000 That was 1978. Well, I, I did business with them around there for another five, ten years. And because of the drive was so far and I had so much to do, and, and I just kind of got out of the pocket of them. And so about... About two, uh, about 98, I decided I was going to run up there and visit all those old dealers I used to do business with. So I took off, and I get up there, and there's set that Corvette on the showroom floor, Corrigan, Texas. I said, hey, we still got this car? Yeah. He said, I said, you still waiting for 100000 He said, yeah, they're going to come back. I said, I bought a bunch of them at a third and a fourth of the price with low miles. He said, yeah, but, you know, they're going to get sold. They're going to put miles on them, this, this, that, and the other. And so they're going to be gone. I said, oh, okay. So I went on, and I had another little idea about 2005. I said, I think I'm going to go back up there and check them dealers out again. And I did a little business that time I went up there, and I visited them, and there's that Corvette sitting there on the showroom floor. I said, we haven't sold the car yet, and they're not going up. They're going down. Oh, they're going to they're, – I'll find a buyer. I'll find a buyer. So finally – his son, I went up there in 2011. I went up there, and they just sold that Corvette. Now, think about this. They got 35000 the window sticker on that car. They got 35000 for the car. Think about what 35000 would have done in the bank, in the stock market, in a house. It would have been worth 150000 200000 in 2011. You want to sit on something thinking it's going to go up? Here's a prime example. People in the car business that, you know, we get a little prideful maybe, a little arrogant, huh? A little, about the size of Dallas. We get to know it at all. And here this car, if he would have vested that money at 35000 in 78, and in 78 you could have bought a nice house and it'd be worth two fifty today. Wasn't that a great investment? Well... Hey, these old cars eat money, cost money, breakage. They lose money. Insurance. Oh, man. And I'm going to tell you something. I, I went, there's a friend of mine that thought he was going to pass away. He had 50 antique cars in Victoria, Texas. And so him and a group of people that I knew most of them came up, and they said, we want you to look at our cars. This man's got a serious operation, and he may not live through it. And this was about 20 years ago. I said, okay, so we go down and look at all these cars. We find out, I tell them what I think it's worth, and everybody's happy. We make a list just in case he don't get through this operation. And so he lived through it. But he let those cars sit in a barn with a dirt floor with a lot of humidity. Let me tell you something. Those cars rusted to the ground. And cars that had been in there for 30 years that looked like new didn't look like new no more. You know, are we non-productive? Are you productive? I want to be the best I can be every day. I want to make the best decisions. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. I want to make those decisions. 
But I want you to think about making better decisions. I want you to examine how you buy a car, examine your emotions, just like this right here. You know, buying decisions. Why did the last customer walk in looking for a Toyota Sienna and drive out in a fully loaded four-wheel drive 371-horse Sequoia? He said he needed a family car. I'm reading it out of this magazine. And he got one. But the Sequoia massive engine, off-road capability, reminded him of his 87 Bronco that he drove in high school. Oh, man, did they twist him. Oh, man. But I'm going to tell you something. Did his wife twist him when she got home? Because she was needing a van to haul all the kids in a family unit. They got a lot better fuel mileage. Eighty percent of the people who walk into a dealership buy something they don't intend. And that's the manufacturers and the new car dealers' figures. And they train their salesmen to make sure that you buy something they've got to get rid of, something with a big bonus, something with ill-equipped, something that they got to sell, something they can make more money on. Hey, they have no intentions of you winning the game. You think they build them multimillion-dollar buildings on making no money on you? Hey, and we want them to make money. Like I explained the other day to a big-time dealer, owner. I talked to a lot of owners. They love my show. Thank you, dealers, for listening. And I talked to him. I said, you know, I sold a piece of property here a while back for uh, 300000 and the real estate people chopped up 6%. That was a lot of money for a little bit of no work, and I really ended up closing the people myself. And I said, you know, why can't dealers make 5 and 6%? And we want them to make 5 6 7 8%. they got to make money to keep these million-and-a-half-dollar overhead per month, every month, dealerships open. We need them to make money in order to stay open. But we need to look out for ourselves. What is the best thing we can do? What are you doing with your money? That's back pocket national. Remember, if you owe twenty thousand on a car, you got to make twenty four thousand to pay off that note. You know it sounds easy, but I, you know what? What does the future lie? What's going to happen when we get Hillary in the in the White House? How is she going to change? What is she going to do on gas prices? Obama would love to have it back at $4 a gallon, but it's because of, of uh, his buddies in overseas that have caused this price to come down because they were overproducing. It's not because of him. It's because of what's going on in the market. And so, but we're getting it back. It's going to be back and things are going to change. So why, how is she going to change? Are you prepared? Are you prepared for the future? Have you got that 84-month payment? Hey, and I read on the article a couple of weeks ago in this show how the manufacturers are scared of 108-month payments because they can't sell enough cars. People are buried. It takes you five or six years to get, to get it where you, you're praying that the car's going to be worth something when you make that last payment. Well, we want you ready, willing, able, cool, calm, collected, not a preferred customer, but a smart customer doing it. I want you to be so well educated, so well trained that you can teach others. Teach everybody in your family. Go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Describe your car on one side. I'll buy your car. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not, I'm not going to like Auto Trader Buying Center. I'm not going to entice you to come in and then beat you up over every little bitty scratch and dent. I'm not going to put your VIN number in and automatically cut you 20%. We're going to tell you the truth the best way I can, but if there's something I need to fix in order to sell it, we're going to have to discuss that. Go to the other side, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Find out what your credit score is, what your credit rating is. Clean up your credit. I've got a guy that'll do that. He used to be with Dave Ramsey, and I'm telling you, he's a great, great guy. He's the best credit mender I have found. And give me a call at my office, 830-625-7159. Be glad to talk to you about it. Give you his number. His name's Kendall. He's a great guy. Like I said, when Dave Ramsey uh, recommended him and he worked for Dave Ramsey, he knows his business and he's honest and he's a great guy. So after you got your credit cleaned up, let's talk to a credit union. Talk to your bank. Talk to several of them. See what kind of interest rates you're going to get, what your total amount you're going to pay in, how much interest you're paying, what it fits in your budget. Number one, make sure it fits in your budget. Get a guesstimation what you're going to spend, 10000 8000 12000 
<coughs> it's all up to you. There's two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford. And let me tell you something, them can't afford's are misery. Oh, man, you got to get behind the wheel every day. You got to make that payment. Hey, the payment's not too high. They just come too often. You ever felt that way? That's what we're trying to keep you from. We're trying to make you the best decision, get the money's worth. Hey, I was talking to some people got 300,000 miles on their vehicle. And they're ready to trade. I said, man, you got your money's worth out of it. They said, yes, we did. Then I got, I talked to a guy that's selling his ranch. I bought his, you ready for this? Four-wheel drive, 2003, Dodge Dooley Diesel, 5.9, 6-speed. Man, he's, this is the right unit, 51,000 miles. The guy just don't need it anymore. But he got tired of everybody. Hey, that's why my system works so well. We can pay you. It's not these foreigners. Hey, you got to watch out for the foreigners because they might be laundering the money. You might have the government checking on you. They might, they've got scams going on right now. I bought a truck from some people and it was a, the right kind of unit and they had a false PayPal and their son's a banker. That's how they found out a false PayPal and another guy had a 55 Chevrolet in this town. And the guy, he wanted 45000 I told him, I said, your car brings 30, brings an easy 30, 32, 33,000. Super nice car. Well, he got a $15,000 cash and a bill of sale, and he got this check for 30000 from this guy. And the next guy, the guy puts it back on Craigslist for twenty nine nine. Wow, that's the situation. Well, the check was no good, and the guy sold it, made him 15000 on the guy's 55 Chevrolet. Why? Because he had a bill of sale for 15000 These guys are slick. you got to watch out who you're doing business with. you got to watch out who's uh, go, who's trying to buy your unit because there's so many scams out there. And do not – the city council ran with my idea, and I don't care they can have my idea because it's a safety. Do not let anybody know where you live. Do not let anybody know that you have the title. You've got it available. Get the picture of their driver's license before you show the car. And show it at a fire station or a police station. Contact them. Tell them you're coming over there to sell something and show it there. Don't let them know where you live. Hey, in Ohio and Arizona that I'm familiar with, those two areas, they're killing people for their car, their title, robbing their house, stealing the car, stealing the title, and, and going. It's not worth it. Show that car if you're selling on your own at a police station or fire station. Yeah, San Antonio City Councilman made a big deal like it was his idea. That's fine. He can have it. It don't matter to me. Hey, I lost pride a long time ago. I've been humbled in my life. I'm going to tell you, and I'm still being humbled every day. About the time I think I know what I'm doing, the good Lord straightens me out. I guarantee you, it's, it's been it's been fun in this show. Hey, everybody told me I was crazy for doing what I'm doing. It'll be a train wreck. You know what? When it's the Lord's idea, it works, and it works well. And it's working for me because I'm giving back. I'm giving back, teaching you, being your mentor, being your friend. Like I said, I want to challenge you to be better. I want to challenge you to think outside the box. I want to challenge you to be open-minded. I want you to think about making a good decision today that will pay off tomorrow because it will all come around one day. There will be a day when you're happy. Are you are you one of those insecure people chasing after love? Got to have the big, fancy car. Got to have it all. Oh, man, you know, just like I said, I've got to have it. And then you lose that love and feeling. Oh, man. Well, if you let your emotions make a purchase that your back pocket can't pay, Son, it's your own darn fault. That's what my dad kept telling me. I, I don't want to tell you that, but it could happen that way. You know, so we want to make sure and make sure. Hey, remember, I've got a super deal on interest-free on 72 months on brand-new GM trucks. And go to hasslefreeautobuying.com. We'll do the, we'll do the negotiating for you. Make sure you trade. Make sure you're, you're doing the business the right way. Making sure the F&I takes care of you. That's hassle-free auto buying. And so uh, we want you to be ready. And I learned to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, this radio show costs me money, but it's free to you. My website's free to you. I want to give back. But our government don't want to give back. The college, uh, I forgot I was going to get on that. The colleges don't want to give back. Hey, the Internet, 
is out there. They're they're here. Arizona University is advertising how you can get the finest education online. Don't you know that that classes are all paid for? They all got billions are sitting on. They're all making a lot of money. Why don't these colleges prove that they want to give back? Hey, it's all paid for. Hey, University of Texas got over sixty billion in the bank. Harvard's got over forty-five billion in the bank, and their and their internet system, their all their classes are paid for. Why don't they charge ten dollars, twenty dollars for a class for somebody's got a job, a single mom that needs to improve, single mom go to get them a class, one two at a time, ten dollars a class, and let them get educated. But no, the liberals don't want them educated; they want them poor and uneducated, and so they'll get their vote. Well, no, let's educate everybody. It's paid for. Let's give back. Hey, the colleges, they got billions they're sitting on. Hey, give back to the community. Give back to the people. They're scared they're going to close these billion-dollar businesses down and that these these uh, professors are making 300000 a year may not have a job. People are still going to go. But let's give it to the people who have got a job, 20 hours or more, who want to be the best person they begin. They could be productive. I want you productive. I want you ready, willing, and able to be the best person you can be. You know, my life was empty, hollow, meaningless, no purpose, no joy, no vision, no direction. But Jesus Christ, as I accepted Him, changed my life, changed my attitude, changed my thoughts, changed my ways. What are your ways? What are What is your emotions buying that you can't pay for? You know, good, just like Daniel uh, 8.12 said, you know, that the people were doing super well, but they threw away the truth. Car dealers, are they tell, telling the truth? 80% won't, 20% will. Next, I've got a new sponsor on 6.30 a.m. That's the station from 9 to 10. This morning, I'm going to be on there. I've got a new sponsor that does it right. And also, we're going to talk about job availability there. So tune in, 6.30. We love you, and we love America. We need to love America. We need everybody to love America. They want to come here, but they want to keep it built on the Constitution and the biblical ways. We love America. I love America. I love being American. I want this country to be the best, most productive country in the world. Forgive everybody, you'll live longer. Get that trash out of your mind. Forgive everyone, I love you. Goodbye, San Antonio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.